I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. Let us start with the meeting of Jimmy, Coco, and Francis. Outside of the club where it's a little bit quieter. Coco, he smiles as he sees you and you guys have a more reasonable volume to discuss things in. And he offers you a small bouquet of flowers. It's got a, several different colors of rose in it. Oh my god, thank you. Is For me, that's so sweet. It may be a little old-fashioned, but... No, it's perfect. Like, it's my opening night. It's amazing. I love it. Thank you. They just, like, give him a hug. Not even... No social cues. Doesn't matter. Just hug. He freezes up. He's very stiff. As though he was not prepared for it and is not comfortable with it. Ah, yes. Um, and he disengages from your grip. And I also brought these for you to try and see if there's something here you you like. He said it almost like a old style milkman's carrier has a couple of mason jars in it that have some labels written on them, and there is a singular card in there. I love that. What um what did you think of the club? You have to stay around because we're going to do like the grand opening and open VIP later. But like if this works out, you know, you see the space that we have, like this mall is huge. We have so many different plans and I just really hope that this partnership works. It was it was very nice. It was not something that I would used to. This is not how we did it back in back in my day. Oh, we'll have to talk about that because like I know that you're just like a little bit more seasoned than me. And like i I was kind of going for like a speakeasy vibe, but like we could totally do that. Think of how cool that would be. I spent much of my earlier days breaking up speakeasies. Okay, well we'll totally have like a business meeting like an actual business meeting at some point after I get to test these. Now, like this is your business card. Yes. This is how all of like your contacts, um, because like I'll have to get like my people on this and then we'll, we'll definitely have like a real, a real meeting. And we'll, you'll have to tell me about like breaking up speakeasies or like, you know, I'm sure you have ideas, like things will work. This will work well. Yes, we can, we can schedule a, another meeting. Perhaps I could have someone call you on your cellular telephone. Absolutely. Um, I gave you my number before, right? Like, I'm sorry. There's no space to like have a business card on this desk. Um, at the at the uh, front desk stand here, like the hostess stand in the club, they have my business card as well as the club's business card. So you'll have to pick up one of them before you leave for sure. Um, but like, 
please stay. I want you to hang out and like really kind of like get to see the things. Like it's so great of you to come. I love it. And you look so dapper too. We should get our pictures taken together. Uh, yes, uh, of course. I love that. Jimmy, will you take this? And I want to like just kind of drag him into the club with me. What is Jimmy taking? The beer. Jimmy's going to take the case of beer. There's lids on them or something like. Yeah, they're in mason jars. Mason jars, of course. So Jimmy's just going to unscrew one of them, you know, put the case down and just drink it. How is it? pretty good i don't know if jimmy has a preferred type of beer but for something that somebody made on like a personal brewery kind of level this is good well yeah it is it's good that's that's good to know jimmy doesn't really want to go in so he uh drank half of it a little quickly but then he's just kind of sitting waiting slowly sipping and like "Eh, i'll go in when i'm finished so you're just going to hang out here and try to stay away from all of the things that are going on in the club? For a bit. he's uh really doesn't want to go in with the music. And it's awkward dancing to a different beat than everyone else around you. Cool. He'll take the selfie with you and we'll follow you back inside. Do you attempt to get him to dance with you? Um, no, no dancing because I really, I'm trying to show him like I'm all business. Okay. So I'm talking his ear off about the business and about, you know, our new cleaning business. And I make sure on our way back in, we round the hostess stand and make sure that he gets both business cards and like one of my extra cards, like just in case, you know, like I'd hate for you to lose it. So like, here's another one just because I'm so proud. And he takes them, he takes out a little other wallet from inside and puts them in so that, you know, they are, they are in there. For the entirety of your time here, leading him around, he does seem a little overwhelmed by the modern aspects of this place. The music's not his scene, obviously, and he is incredibly polite and attentive throughout the time that you are escorting him around the club. It's just so sweet. I try to like introduce him to, you know, my friends and some of the special people, and and then I see that my designer is. Do I know that she's here yet or no? It's something you could easily find after walking around a while. Yeah, when I find my dress designer, uh, oh my god! Like, I this she designed my dress. She's a local artist. She's like phenomenal i absolutely love her like what do you think she did a great job right and does like the twirl when you point her out and when he catches eyes it takes him a second to realize who she is and then after that moment you can see his demeanor start to change a little bit Uh, he gets a little bit more serious and kind of leans over to you to whisper as much as one can in a a loud club, but we'll say that there is a lot of suspicion about how she came to the city. Oh, sounds juicy. I love juicy gosh. Dish. She was exiled from her previous city for, well, 
nothing that has been publicly made made known. That is so mysterious. Oh, I like this story. That's fun. You don't, but you don't actually like know anything. There are only a few reasons why a kindred would be exiled out of a city. I knew it. I swear, I, I didn't know, but like I knew it. Oh my god, she's very, very nice. She seems very nice. Like this dress is just like amazing. And look at her; she's fabulous. Indeed, you look very beautiful this evening. If you could excuse me, and he attempts to get out of the conversation to to leave. I'll let him go and start making my way over to M so that like we can get like our pictures and I can like do the kiss and like love on her and like just dote all over her. Sure. As you do that, we'll break away and we'll go and we'll see what we'll see what Art is up to with this curious person that Missy had mentioned in passing previously. It's outside the club. Uh well Art has finessed the cameras. He's got a close-up of the face. He's doing reverse image searches on Google. He's kind of tracking down where she came in from. What car did she drive up in? Did she come in via bus? Did she just kind of appear? If there are microphones near her, he's trying to get voice records. He's just, you know, the whole portfolio. You will find that her name is Kendra Woodhouse. She goes to the college that Missy tried to sell drugs at that one night when when you guys found Coco. And you had to get everybody back together. She's young. She's 19, and she's gotten skipped ahead a little bit with her schooling. Anything super interesting you want to know about her on just a quick Googling and, and digging up? Let's check out some of her her transcript. Let's see. Classes she's been taking, maybe her major. Is she showing up in any campus life pictures? Is she part of a sorority? Uh, the, the usual thing. It looks as though she has no social life whatsoever. She's not part of a sorority. She doesn't show up in any of the campus pictures for, like, various events, like none of the sporting events, none of the various school pride events, any of that kind of thing. She has very good grades in a variety of subjects, but there is some study of religion, some study of folklore, some study of literature. And you can see some of her her social media posts, where she doesn't have very many followers, but are very similar if not the same things that you have gotten as clues and hints on your podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Art is going to read that off the screen. He's going to straighten up in his seat and then he's going to turn and he's going to start going through his notes from the answering machines from when people call in and he's going to start cross-referencing with some of the social media posts. And you can find some of her social media stuff is in like the conspiracy subreddit. Some of those postings. She's interacting with some other people that have other wild and crazy ideas. And she is posting some of her own wild and crazy ideas. 
some of the things that you have received as wild and crazy ideas or topics that she has started. What in the hell is she doing here? This is, this is, no, this is not good. I, I know. I know what I shall do. Art is going to text Calvin. Uh-huh. And Kendra's wearing a yellow dress. Yeah, she looks very out of place compared to the rest of the like club attire that everybody else is wearing. So he's going to send a text to Calvin saying, girl out front, yellow dress, looks lost. I'll make sure you're paid for the night. Just show her a good time. Keep her safe. Let me know what you talk about. And I'll sign it off with an A. Interesting. He'll text you back and ask if Missy says it's okay. Text back, great question, smiley face. And uh, Art is going to call Missy, as effective as this will be. Missy, it is up to you whether or not you get this phone call out on the dance floor. It's in the leather jacket that Keith is holding? Nice. So, would Keith be allowed to answer this phone call if he sees that it's from Art? He would. So, he'll check your phone, because who knows? It could be the prince calling. It could be business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He'll see that it's Art, and he will unlock it. And Art, you will have Keith on the other line saying, hello? Keith, where where is Missy? She's on the dance floor. I have eyes on her. Oh, of course. I have not been paying attention to dance floors too much movement. Anyway, uh, there is a person of minor interest at front of front of door, front of house that uh, mischief has told me about. I am going to ask uh, one of hers to uh, escort this this person of interest around. I just want to make sure that she is informed and she is aware. If she asks who it is, just tell her it is the Kendra person that she asked me about. Kendra, person of interest, borrow one of hers to to keep an eye on it. Yes, it exactly. One moment. And you'll be able to watch him walk across the dance floor because he's a large dude. Missy, you can see him at the edge of the dance floor looking at you and giving you a little bit of the like the up nod to get your attention. I'll excuse myself from Raven and make my way over. As you do, he leans down and whispers into your ear, as much as one can whisper in a club, that Art wants to borrow one of yours to handle a thing. What thing? Something about a Kendra. She's here? He picks up the phone. Art, are you still on the line? Of course, I'm still on the line. He hands the phone towards you, Missy. She's here? Yes, she is standing out front right now. Yellow dress. Looks very out of place. I think she's going to get eaten by a Gru if she stands there anymore. She'll get eaten by me. Get her in here. Get her in a room. Uh, not on it. And he's just gonna, like, throw himself back in the chair. And, like, Missy never does that. And he will start uh, directing the security staff to bring her inside and and I think I was just going to take her to the manager's office. Sure. Are you going to go there? Quietly. Okay. I imagine you will then post up somewhere inside, invisible. Yes. 
Yes, I will. Missy, do you head straight there, or do you want to come in when, after the fact when she's already there? I want to see where they take her, and then I'll go. Sure. And Keith is coming. Okay. A few minutes will pass. Coco and Jimmy, are you guys doing anything interesting or crazy? Jimmy has finished the beer and realizes oh, the others five in the case. They they need to go in the fridge. So he heads to one of the restaurants in the cafeteria and uh, to put them in a fridge to, to cool so they can be tasted better later. And then he starts heading back. You guys are happy to see you. Nick's like, oh, brewskis. Uh, Coco needs to try it. Sorry, guys. You can. There's another four you can try and share. He's like, nah. Just uh, get us some out of the out of the club. You know, just have the normal stuff. Yeah. You know what? That's better than listening to that music. So yeah, I'll be back in a bit. Bring a couple pitchers. Sure. You head back to the club to get some booze for your dudes. Coco, you up to anything before there's a impromptu interrogation in your back rooms? Uh, glad handing and showing off. I'm directly, like, immediately going to see Emily and, like, snuggle on her and take the pictures and, like, do a chat. I'm starting to get nervous because it is getting later and, like, the VI, VIPs are, like, not quite here yet. And sooner or later, you're going to have to pull that trigger to, to show it off. Text art, like, WTF, and, like, do the little, like, princess emoji. He'll get that at a dramatically appropriate time, or perhaps even inappropriate time, as we see what they're up to. So sitting in this office, one of the security guys is going to come in, and Kendra is going to come in looking very, very nervous, very out of place and just looking all around trying to stumbling over her words a little bit being like i don't know what i didn't do anything why why are we bringing me in here and this and then she's going to once in the room get a very inquisitive look as though she can sense something but she doesn't seem to pay you any kind of emotion but it's just like the energy in the room has changed drastically and the security guy will tell her that somebody will be right with her and shut the door and leave. And you have a moment before Missy and Keith dramatically arrive. Art is in a corner. Like, he's basically not even nonchalant. Like, he's crouched. He's watching hungrily. He's not on the hunt yet, but he definitely knows something's up. Like, the, the lizard brain that is in his lizard brain is screaming at him that something's going on. But he's not going to say anything. He's going to be deathly still. Not even going to breathe because he doesn't have to. And he's secretly going to hope that the cigarettes that he's been smoking aren't going to smell terrible on his tracksuit. Well, the good news is, is there's all kinds of fog machines and lasers and stuff out in the club. So some of that ambient just smokiness might follow them in one hopes she wanders around the room for a little bit until missy dramatically enters why are you here 
just in the door, just right up to her. Why are you here? She flinches and backs up into the table or the desk that's in here, drops her purse onto the ground, and is just recoiling back from you as Keith comes in the door and just quietly shuts it. I, I, what do I need to roll to steal? You don't need to do any rolling. You can just scoop that up. Yoink. Because you are currently invisible and she is very distracted. She's just, I, I don't know. I thought I needed to be here. I don't even, I don't even like this kind of music. Nobody does. I mean, I'm sure that somebody does somewhere. Somebody had to choose it and then. Yes. Yes. I do know exactly the person who enjoys it and we're not going to talk about him. Why are you here in this city? Why do I keep seeing you? Why are you following me? I didn't know you were going to be here. I didn't know that this was a, a, a thing. I, I just, I, I had this feeling and this is where it brought me. And then now I'm in a security office with the very scary people. Can I tell if she's one of us or no? How would you like to try? How does one discover that? Through some observation, you can look to see if she's doing things like breathing. Okay. Blinking, that kind of stuff. You could try something supernatural, maybe. It does not seem as though she is kindred. She seems to be reacting in a normal human way. She is breathing heavily because she is scared. She is blinking. She is looking about the room. She's sweating a little bit that you can see. You have no reason or to suspect that she is kindred. So Missy's going to take a step back, put a slight smile on, and I think I'm going to try presence. Alright, you're beginning to root through this purse. You very carefully, slowly, delicately unzipped it and looking up to see whether or not anybody had heard you unzipping it. Man, Missy looks really cool. Calm, collected, important. I am so proud of her. <laughs> She's got this situation so in hand. Uh, she, does, she does not even need the human there. He is just in the way. So she begins to relax a little bit as your supernatural presence, your supernatural awe washes over her. Her breathing begins to to even out, and she doesn't grip the desk as tightly. I think we got off on the wrong foot. How about, let's take a seat. Move to, to take a seat on the other side of the desk and let her sit wherever she wishes. Sure, she'll sit just in the chair that's there. Uh, I, yeah, okay. She sits down. So... Do you have family here in Springfield? Oh no, I uh this is the the school that I chose to go to. You're in college and what are you studying? I I haven't really decided. I I study a lot of things. And what brought you to the club? You said a feeling? Yeah, it was just a weird feeling like the the feelings that I had the other times that I somehow bumped into you. What are they like? Oh, it's I uh it's 
hard to explain. I just it's like magnetic and it just kind of draws me to places. And then usually I have weird dreams usually about that place or that thing that Have you been drawn to other people besides me? No. And what are the dreams like? What do you see or hear? Oh, all kinds of things. There was one that I was having for a while about this wolf that was like wrestling with a crown in a field of roses that I don't know what that made sense out of, and then it like stopped. Any other ones? I well, after we bumped into each other, the other place is a a nursery rhyme or a, somebody was singing. Does any of this sound familiar to Missy? Like she's had these things as well, or knows what these are? So you haven't necessarily had like weird dreams, mm-hmm. but when you have premonitions, they it could be a type of dream or from when you did used to dream, you could see where they would be similar. But the the wolf and the crown and the roses, that's not one I've had. I do not believe so, but if you listen to Art's show, I believe that was something that was talked about on there and whether or not Art brought that up. When you guys found Coco and the stuff with Carol. Mm-hmm. That is up to him on to whether or not he has brought that up with the crew. Uh, something like this. No, we had enough to deal with at that time. Mm-hmm. But if Nursery Ryan came up at the same time as Wolf with Crown, then I think both of them are linked to Coco. No, the Nursery Ryan did not come up, and you did not get any kind of weird emails about that. So it is more recent. Yeah. Specifically on the nights that she had met with Missy. What's the nursery rhyme? She begins to hum just like a like a rockabye baby. Mm-hmm. As she begins to hum this this nursery rhyme, this lullaby, you are taken back to a time when you were still mortal, when you were running away, you're sitting on a stoop a curb somewhere and this lady comes and sits next to you and just starts humming the same song in the same way to you as she puts an arm around you and begins to rub your back trying to soothe you as you were upset about something it, it was so long ago it's maybe even be hard to remember probably your mother's fault but in this moment you look up in this this memory, this premonition, this connection, and you can see the face of your sire. And what does she look like? She's old. Like, I mean, old, like wrinkly gray hair. The hair is kind of haphazardly up in a a ponytail. Her clothes are pretty ragged and stained and they smell. She smells. No makeup on. Tanned skin because Looks like she spends all of her time outside. There is nothing beautiful about her at all. She looks like she has been road hard, put away wet. But she has this big smile. She always seems to have this big smile and a look on her face. You don't know if she's quite all here. Part of her is somewhere else. She's not all here. And she'll stop her song for a moment and says... Child, what's what's wrong? What's troubling? So this is, but 
This is now Missy in this situation, in the premonition. It is. Not then Missy. Cause it is. Now Missy knows who this is and knows what's coming. It's not happy. I think she's going to push the woman away from her. She recoils in shock. You did this to me. You did this to me. Why? Why are you here? You have not been here years. Why are you here? The tone of the singing comes in in the background a little bit as it begins to just provide ambient music. You called me here with our blood. Oh, Missy hates these premonitions. They make no sense to her. This is crazy. <laughs> She's so crazy in her head. I didn't call you here. I don't want you here. I want to see you again. What? I, I, I didn't call you here. But our blood called me here. And she takes a step to towards the side to stand off on to like your left or your right. Kendra's not present in this premonition, is she? As you look around, you don't see her, but you do see some other shapes that are off to the side there that seem to be coming into focus. She'll nod her head toward those shapes. Did I call them as well? She just gives you a smile, and her voice joins into the sound in the background as the shapes become clearer. And you can see that it is a woman that is holding a baby and is rocking her back and forth. And... Her voice also joins the sounds that are in the background, the same lullaby. Then you will see Rosemary come into focus next to her and stand matronly around this woman and her baby that is swaddled in yellow. And you will hear the woman holding the baby say, We've chosen the name Kendra. And your sire smiles. That is a good name for our child. Dramatically appropriate time to cut away. All of a sudden, Art's phone buzzes. Well, guess I know what I'm doing next. What are you doing next, then? Keith will keep eyes on Kendra. I'm going to go to the prince and get permission. And I'm making her one of mine. You kind of come out of this, this premonition in this situation. What is it that you say to Keith? Uh, I'm just going to kind of walk up uh, to him, whisper in his ear, and just tell him to give her a ride home, make note of where she lives, and you will keep eyes on her for the time being. I'll be fine. I'm headed to the prince. That's everything I tell him. He looks a little nervous at your statement, but he he nods and stands to the side to let you leave. Mm-hmm. And I walk out. Now, whether or not Art heard, I don't know, because it was whispered, because I don't want this person to hear. Obviously. With you being invisible and Missy having control of the situation, and you just, yeah, yeah, you just find yourself in a situation with your normal Nosferatuiness to to hear the entirety of this conversation. Oh, but it is a great idea. I know. I know. I'm going to do this for mischief. I'm going to find the exact place where this person sleeps. So if she ever wants to creep in the window and say hello, she'll know exactly where to go. Yes, I am going to follow her as well. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Perfect. Absolutely nothing has gone wrong this evening. It has been perfect. It's been absolutely perfect. 
put a slight smile on, and I think I'm going to try presence. Ah. Ooh. Ah. Oh. We're going to see what happens. Uh, Art, if you want to roll composure plus intelligence to resist falling underneath Missy's awe. Perfect. <laughs> Mopar? No. All of a sudden, Art's phone buzzes. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> well, I guess I know what I'm doing next. Uh, cool. We can see... Uh, what are you doing next, then? Keith will keep eyes on Kendra. I'm going to go to the prince and get permission. And I'm making her one of mine. Are you intending to ghoul her, or are you intending no. to turn her? turn her. She will be embraced. Oh. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. She's mine. Okay, so... uh this Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.